This is the Power Walk Ministries broadcast. We're so glad that you've joined us today. Our current series is titled, Giving, God's Prophet and Our Blessing. And it's taught by Reverend Paul Cannings, founder and president of Power Walk Ministries. Dr. Cannings is also a senior pastor of Living Word Fellowship Church in Houston. Through the scene at the home of Mary and Martha in the New Testament, Dr. Cannings draws foundational lessons about giving. Here he is now with part two of the message titled, The Heart of the Issue. What would you do if Jesus Christ came to your house? And he's just, just picture it for a minute. He walks through the door. Now, this is a Jesus that you have heard that has raised people from the dead, including the fact that this Jesus Christ has raised your brother from the dead. This is a Jesus Christ that you've heard walk on water. This is Jesus Christ that the disciples had explained to you had a great experience on the Mount of Transfiguration. This is the Jesus Christ that healed a man of leprosy. This is a Jesus Christ who people tried to stone to death and they couldn't touch him because this wasn't his time. This Jesus preached powerfully. This Jesus would sit out all day and heal people. This Jesus loves people, cared for people, had time for people. This Jesus Christ that is now the most popular person in the country arrives at your door. How would you respond? I want you to think of it honestly. Don't think of the situation that that is written for us that you most likely have read in John chapter 12. You are in it. They haven't all gotten this whole concept that Jesus Christ is teaching. He has to get up from the grave and 40 days walk around for 40 days in order for them to get it. Peter has already said, you're not going to die. So they are not getting any of this. So let's put ourselves in their place where they're not getting it. But you know of Christ's history. You know all the things he's accomplished to help so many people. How will you and I welcome him to our house? What will we do? Most likely we would feed him. We would probably give him the remote control and say, oh, look at what you want. Look at what you want. You you would probably want to have a conversation. Some of us would want to have some deep theological questions that we would want to have answered. Martha wanted that kind of conversation when Martha was the one that says, where were you? I mean, my brother died. You could have been here. You could have healed him. In other words, you you don't have the power to resurrect him, but you have the power to heal him. you could have done it if you just came early. You know, so that's an earlier conversation that Martha has. And now he's raised Lazarus from the dead. She's serving him. So you know, some of us, that's what we would do. We would serve him. Anything else you need, Jesus. Awesome, awesome. It's Jesus. We'd be fascinated about what he's doing and just the fact that he would come to our house. We are just out of our mind. Folks, will we be like Mary? Or will we be like the disciples sitting next to him? Would we be like Martha serving him? Or would we be like Lazarus trying to see how much we could get out of this? Okay, he came to my house. I know my house is blessed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Jesus blessed my house. Ask God to richly bless my house. Would we be that way? Would we be takers, consumers, or givers with Jesus? See, folks, it all has to do with our perspective of who Jesus is. The fact that he's come to my house, this Jesus, who I don't deserve to have at my house because he's holy, he's perfect, he's righteous, he doesn't lack anything. And I am a sinner, lost in sin, shaped in iniquity, a wretched sinner. And this Jesus Christ, who they keep accusing of hanging out with sinners, is at my house. He doesn't mind dining with me, which is awesome because it says we have a friendship in their day, a relationship. We're at peace with one another. We are koinonia. And this Jesus Christ in front of all the people in the community came to my house. Wow, that's great. Folks, what would that move us to be and to do? See, if we understand this Jesus when he comes, then the whole response would be different. It really would. See, that's what's missing here. Mary gets the concept of who he is because he raised her brother. Jesus wants to stir that heart. He's not worried about how blessed Mary will be. 
Because he is a blessing. He is a giver. That's the nature of love. It gives. It restores. It strengthens. It helps. That's why it never fails. He doesn't stop her. Oh, folks, if we know who this Jesus is, our response would be different. Look at Judas' response. He sees Jesus as a way to make money. Because when you're popular, more people give you money. And Judas' response is, and Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples who was intending to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and given to poor people? That's the thing about a person's heart that is not right. They always twist the story to something that's real sympathetic so that you go their way. And they cover up stuff real well because the disciples never knew he was stealing until after the death of Jesus Christ. So he comes over very sincere. Who will not be sympathetic to poor people? Who in the room wouldn't? Everybody would understand that immediately. Oh, folks, he's seeking to make profit because his view of Jesus is that he's a moneymaker. And many times in our Christian walk, that's who Jesus is. I'm not giving to Jesus because I just want to bless his kingdom work and see a ministry extend in impacting the lives of people and be productive for his glory. No, I'm giving to God because I'm going to get back more than I'm giving. And Judas is following Christ. He's sacrificing, doing things for Christ. He's got to go places he didn't plan to go. He's probably left his family. He's making sacrifices. They said it. They said, what do we get for sacrificing and following you? We're left everything. We're coming with you. What do we get for that? Matthew chapter 19, verse 27 on. So Judas is a part of that group, even though Peter's speaking about the sacrifices they've made. But he's giving to get. He's not giving because of his appreciation to Christ and because he knows that Christ's love will constantly be poured towards him. How could he lose? So forget about what I get from Christ. It's all about what he's already given to me before we ever got to the moment of giving to Christ. That matters most. It's I appreciate him. I thank him. That's what Mary is saying. I have a love for him. I have a passion for him. So I just want to give to him. He's already done so much. I don't care what he does back for me. It's irrelevant. But no, he wants to get back. So if he's at our house, would we be giving to get? Or would we be giving because he's already given to us? And we know his love for us and our love for him. And we know that the only way that we could love him is because he's loved us first. Oh, folks, in verse 6, now he said this, not because he was concerned in writing after the fact about the poor, because he was a thief. I love the scriptures. It doesn't say he was an embezzler. He said he was a thief. And he had... The money box. He used to fiffle with what was put into it. So John is finally getting the picture after the fact. After John describes him. Let's get on to the heart of the issue. He don't mean nothing he said, so don't get twisted. Because they're talking to people who are in a poor society. But I love Jesus' response because you don't hear, you don't hear Lazarus going, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Jesus, we're glad that we could do this. I wish I was the one on the floor. Because look at what you've done for me. Thank you, Jesus. You don't hear that. No, he just keeps sitting there. He would think he'd be the first to jump up and go, oh, no, Judas, there's no way. Uh-uh. He would hear the disciples going, he's got a point. No. The disciples would go, no, 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 no. Jesus Christ will die. We, this is a way to celebrate him before his death. We've been listening to him. No, they, the sermons just went out the door because they have their own agenda. We want to be on the right. We want to be on the left. We're going into Jerusalem. We're going to establish the Davidic kingdom, and we're going to reign forever. So Jesus Christ, in verse 7, says, let her alone. Back up. I love Jesus. Very direct. Let her alone. Release her from that guilt stuff you're trying to pull. Release her from it so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. You know what? I must say that I come to the text and I go, why he said keep? That she may keep it 
for the day of burial. What is she keeping? We go back to verse 3. Mary then took a pound of very costly perfume of pure lard and anointed his feet of Jesus. Didn't say she poured it. She anointed it. And the house was filled. So she is anointing his feet, just putting this stuff on it and rubbing it, massaging his feet. You got a dust, dirt. She's cleaning it up, massaging it, you know, and probably just washing his feet. She's at the point of slavery. She's a slave before him. And he's saying, uh-uh, she's not going to be able to use all of this. But there's going to come a time when she's going to want to use it again. What is he saying? This worship is not over. It's going to continue. Because the heart that is leading her to worship, the heart that made her weep for her brother, this heart will make her weep for me. Because her love for me is pure. The perfume, once it's done, and if there's some left over, she's going to go use it on herself. No, she's going to keep it. Because I got to keep going on to Jerusalem, and maybe Jesus Christ, maybe Jesus Christ had to stop the process and get up and go after they finish eating, so she's not able to finish using it, and he's going to die just a few days later, that because she's not going to use it from that point forward, when he dies, she would come and try to use it again. Then let her keep it. Folks, that's the heart of giving. It never stops. When the heart of the person is surrendered to Christ, when the love of God has overwhelmingly absorbed the heart of the person, you would see this with David when he says, a man after my own heart. He says, I thirst for God like a deer panted after water. I can't wait to get to the house of God and to worship God. I can't wait. I love God. He is my rock, my shield. He is my shepherd. David had lost his mind in God. I hid thy word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. David lost himself in Christ. So worshiping Christ and wanting to build him a temple was like, I mean, I'm going to spend this money. I'm going to spend that money. Get timber. Bring it here. Stack it up here. Let me go down to this king and buy this from him. It doesn't matter what it costs. Let's get it done. doesn't matter. The heart of Christ is a giving heart. So anyone that loses themselves in Christ can't help but keep on giving. Because that's the nature of his love, and he is love. So anybody that has love has his love. And there's no way they could stop giving. He says, for you always have the poor, but you do not always have me. Oh, folks, the heart of a giver is a person that has experienced Christ intimately. They have his love because they've experienced his life. They have his mind because the word of God is something they obeyed so faithfully. That it's made its way down into their heart. Because in the Bible, heart means the spectrum of emotions. The heart means life. The heart is their everything. So it doesn't matter what pain, what struggle life may bring. They will keep obeying him. Because the decision to live for him, emotions cannot override that decision. Those emotions that come from all of the problems that life can bring. It's their will. It's a decision like Daniel would say. I determine that I will obey him. It's a passion for God. And folks, when that happens... Giving to God at a full surrender, there is no end to it. It's a command in the Old Testament based on the law. It's a requirement. In the New Testament, it's a command based on the heart. May God bless you to love him more and more every day as we surrender in obedience to him for his glory, our transformation, and his blessing. Stay focused. Thank you, Dr. Cannings. What an incredible exercise. Folks, how would you respond if Jesus were to choose to come to your home today? Well, I trust that this entire series has been a blessing to you and has encouraged you to develop a heart of worship towards God so that you can give from the heart. 
A few years ago, some friends of mine, pastor friends, came to me and challenged me to start Power Walk because of the ministry and the effect it had on their lives. And by faith, we stepped out, chose to start Power Walk Ministries. And yes, folks, God has grown it. He's developed it to make this ministry touch lives and impact it so that it becomes even more productive for the glory of God. But in the midst of it, we recognize it costs. And it would be good for us to develop partners who would share in this ministry so that it reaches the potential God has for it. And we'd love for you to look at our website at www.powerwalkministries.org. We'd see all all the things that we're seeking to do for the glory of God. So become our partner. Participate and be a part of what God is doing. I know God will bless you for your sacrifice. Please be sure to also give us a call if you'd like to obtain a copy of this message or the entire series. We can be reached at 281-260-7402. That's 281-260-7402. And you can also reach us online at powerwalkministries.org for all of our resources. And if you live in the Houston area and you don't have a church home, you're welcome to visit Reverend Cannings and his congregation at Living Word Fellowship Church. It's located at 7350 T.C. Jester Boulevard in Houston. Now remember, Mary's heart was stirred to give freely to the Lord. Allow Him to stir your heart as well today and develop a heart of giving to the things that contribute to further God's kingdom. 